this is your girl, your friend, chat with Toy. <laughs> it's a good day here in Ireland, sun shining, and uh, I know you're all keeping safe and you're all keeping well. Thank you for coming to my channel once again. And uh, like I said last week, um, we are over 200 now on Anchor. Wow! You all made it possible. There is nothing that would have been like that if not for you and God. God connected me to you and you are really doing well. Thank you so much for telling a friend to tell a friend to test someone. And like we said, when we are 300 on Anchor, we are going to do a giveaway. Yeah, giveaway. Just keep checking. You will get the details very, very soon. The director and the managers, they are all working. They are all working on it. And it's going to be fun. So today, chat with Toy, your girl, I traveled again on the technology, on the wings of technology. I went again for you to the United Kingdom. I went to the United Kingdom. And this afternoon, I am going to be speaking with a young woman. She is 20. I couldn't believe when she told me she's 20 because uh, the last time I saw her was about, I think, six years ago. We used to live in the same place and she moved. So she's 20. She's in the uni. And I'm, intro I'm going to be chatting with her today on the young people, teenagers and religion, Christian religion, to be precise. Her name is Sophie, and I'm welcoming her to the program. So what would you want to, to tell me about you being in the church and, you know, being born in the church and going to church? What does it mean to you? Uh, can I start with Sophie, a young person in church? What, what does it mean to you? Um growing up in the church it's it's actually been a blessing because you know not everyone are born into the world where they're they have more than one family they can rely on the church is like you've got different different families but they come together as one to make that big big family and the relationship is strong and it just helps you that way it's kind of hard for you to be led astray all right we, we want to talk about beliefs now mm -hmm. definitely there are certain things we believe in the church and it's not what is believe what the beliefs are out there you know with your friends and you know what i'm talking about and mm -hmm. at times um it might feel a bit odd even evangelizing quote and unquote telling them about christ what will you say about um your belief how you can propagate and bring your belief to your to your friends. Do you think it's very easy for you talking from your own perspective, Sophie? Um, I would <laughs> sharing my belief with my friends is not the easiest thing because um depending on how they were brought up, it can there can be a clash. Hmm. Like one of my friends at university, she she grew up in Jehovah Witnesses, so she never actually went to you know like a church sermon, and they always did the things different to the way we do it in a Christian, in a Christian setting. 
So when she would say, let's go party, let's go drinking, and I would say no, she would always want to know why. Why do I have that that control over all this other issues that they don't learn in their religion? All right. And uh, you when you say that, I'm do you have that, that much conviction? Or you just say, oh, I'm not going because I'm not going. I'm not going because pastor says so, or my parents say so, or I'm not used to doing that. Or do you feel you have enough convictions for your, for that your friend? Um, like, she understands the way I am. Because, like, don't get me wrong, partying is not like, I'm not saying it's, it's a bad thing. I'm just trying to say, like, you need to have... If you're going to go to a party, you need to have control. So if I'm if I'm to go to somewhere with her, she needs to know beforehand that there's going to be no drinking, no drugs, no nothing, because that is something that is not in me to do. Teenager, as a young woman, you are navigating both in the church and both and in the in the society the church is saying do it this way then you go out there you find about 90 people doing the same thing and you are just one of the five people that is not doing some things do you feel it's realistic it can be in the time we live in in this age like you have 10 friends now and uh, nine of them are doing something and you seem to be the odd one now what do you think <laughs> it's it's actually it can be a difficult thing sometimes but it's just all about self-control at the end of the day because i know i remember growing up um and i would see my friends go to parties and i would ask my mom can i go to a party and she would say no you can't go to your party this and that and i would always just you know i would always sulk and i would always say uh-uh, that's not fair when i grew up and i moved away to uni even though I had all the opportunities to go party and I found myself staying in my room, reading books, reading Bible, watching Netflix, you know, the things that not just because all my friends are doing it, I need to join along. It's just all about, is it worth it? Like you're free now, but is it worth it going out there, you know, wallowing away, dancing and music that you shouldn't be listening to drinking smoking is it worth it like what what do you gain from it hmm. so and then, okay, okay go on sorry so that, on. that's the one thing like that i have to look at when about life it got, comes to one of those temptations it took me a while to understand that but i would always look at my older sister and she she was always staying at home never asking to go parties and I knew that if I kept asking, my mom would always compare me to her, say, how come your sister never did this? So I just learned to just, you know, keep quiet about it. If anyone asks me about a party or an event, if I do not have the finance for it myself, I wouldn't ask. Because I don't want to start an argument. I don't want to start a new comparison and a new, you know, friction. So I would just leave it. But then years went by. I grew up even more, and I just saw saw that it wasn't worth it at all. Hmm. Thank you very much. And uh, do you be do you think everybody should believe in Christ? Do you think that you know everybody should believe? Everybody should be a Christian. You know what the world is now, but in your own perception, as a young woman, do you think everybody should believe in God?
I think they should, but at their own pace. Because before you um before you walk, you have to crawl. So if they're gonna believe in something, they have to, you know, generalize it. That's why they have we have um people who claim that there is a God, but they just don't believe because they've not seen enough. So everybody should just believe at their own pace. Okay. And what do you think um, adults can do better to explain Christian values to youth, to young people? They should. Um, they should try and you know. Um, not enforce it. Not like say you can't do this, you can't do that. They should just teach us a way to do it better. And a, a way to not let us to be led astray. Like they should teach us how to not do it this way and how to do it better that way than to just say, you can't, you can't, you can't, no. Because kids nowadays, they don't like to hear no. They like to hear maybe or how. All right. Okay, thank you very much. And uh, you said um, you you got to uni, you were reading the Bible, watching Netflix and all that. How, how did you build your own relationship with God? That's a good question. <laughs> I was from young, I liked singing. So when I moved to the UK, I was, I joined the choir immediately. So wow, I was in the church choir singing, usher department, you know, stuff like that. That way I was always going to be in church and I was always going to hear the word of God. Even if I didn't want to be there, I'm there. So I'm taking it in as I'm there because there are some times you're just like, do I have to but if you have a, a particular role in the church, you're going to be there willingly or unwillingly. And you're going to take in a message and it's going to speak to you. And that's how I kind of just got even closer with God, because I used to sulk. Oh, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to go to church. I don't want to, you know, be early. Can I not just come at the end? But then I just... <laughs> <laughs> But then I just, you know, I just understood some messages. It spoke to me and it was just easier that way. And that's how I built my connection properly with God. Wow. So you engage in Christian service like you are a choir and you are nausea and that makes you to be in church and, you know, okay. That's 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 good. And now, how do you think adults can communicate better with teenagers? Teenagers are difficult, so <laughs> so it's just a matter of understanding their struggles as a teenager and the tempt the temptation that they have to, you know, go along with because like of nowadays they would say back in my days back in my days but it's like it's not your days it's our time 
how are you going to help us in this time that we're living in so that's what parents need to focus more on just understanding how we have to go through these things now and not how you went through them wow thank you so much you are so filled with wisdom Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But uh, I'm thinking uh, about about adults. Now you are 20. And it's great to know that you are 20 now. And you have younger sisters. What would you say to your 14-year-old self? If you are to meet a 14-year-old girl now, maybe one of your junior sisters, and you want to sit down with that person and you want to talk to your 14-year-old sister, what are those things that you have learned in this last six years that you feel you can tell this 14-year-old and the person will not make any mistake and the person will feel comfortable, even maybe with her mom giving out, with her dad giving out, or all these restrictions that parents do. What will you tell your 14-year-old self? I will tell... Um, my 14 years old to slow down and enjoy the ride because we <laughs> we like to rush too much we want to grow up too quick and then when we've grown it's just like uh-uh, what do we do now you know so we just need to slow down you know understand life as it goes don't try and jump before you can walk mm. that's that's the most important wow. thing right now. Yes, Take exactly. It Taking it easy. Mm. And that's the only way they can mm. properly grow. Mm. Wow. And, and now, uh, thank you so much. I'm blown away with like, you can even be a counselor. We can give you some 14 year old mentoring them. Wow. 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 Now, talking about teenagers, and you know, about teenagers social media what do you think what do you have to say you have a teenager she's on whatsapp she's on tiktok she's on snapchat she's on instagram she's on facebook she's searching youtube she's just there spending hours talking to people she doesn't know and all that she's there for four hours there are things to do and you know all these what, what what's your take on social media and teenagers social media can be uh, all over the place because the people that they're being influenced by they were kids once upon a time but now that they've got everything and they're talking to people they sometimes forget mm. that they're also human they always try to do the impossible mm they flash their cars, their money, their this and that. And when one social media influencer does this, all the kids will want to do this. And it just it just causes wow. like a massive, I don't know, contradiction to the way they live their life. They're, they're tr- tr- supposed to teach teenagers on how to live life properly, not on how to live life if you have this, if you have that. And that's the kind of difficulty that mm. um, yeah, and teenagers clash because like YouTubers they go into this but us as teenagers sitting at home we need to think realistically are we going to fly to America tomorrow? Mm. Family that we have to you know 
affluent, they live on their own or they've graduated university or they're, you know, married and having kids watching them and they're supposed to teach us on how we are supposed to take our steps not how we're supposed to fly to the way they, they're living their life wow thank you so much I'm blown away with your level of wisdom and everything and uh, how do you think uh, young people probably your age can manage the self-esteem and peer pressure because um the, or, do, or do you think now you are 20 you don't really have peer pressure again peer pressure doesn't come 20. in age it or sizes it's just it's just peer pressure can come at any point in life it's about what's okay. the you know peer pressure is about what's the newest thing out if all your friends have it you'd be pressured to ask your mom can i or if they're all wearing this kind of shoe, you'd be pressured to wanting to wear it. So for me, I think always be different. Don't always okay. don't always copy what people are doing because that's not gonna set you aside from every flock of sheep. Just be the shepherd and you will just you know, you will see a certain if you could ask glow. Jesus any question, what will you ask Jesus? What would be the question you ask Jesus? <laughs> There's a lot of questions to ask. Okay. okay. Can you can you ask maybe two questions then? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've not got one right now in mind. But Okay. I don't know. What am I doing wrong? How can I be more efficient wow wow that's good that's really spiritual thank you so much and um talking about teenagers and their parents do you think um uh parents are being fair to teenagers in everything or do you think there is a way that parents can improve on their relationship and understanding teenagers or what they are going through out there because you find out that sometimes parents say oh in our own time mm -hmm. it wasn't like this and then they still want the teenagers now to undo the things the way they feel is to be handled what do, what do you think do you think teenager do you think parents are being fair to teenagers yes and no yeah. okay I would like to hear that. Yes and no. Please. Yes, in a way that they're, you know, giving them an advance in life. They're showing them, you know, when you're older, when you're living alone, this is how it's going to be. So, you know, if they say, can you do this? Can you cook? Can you clean? It's not like we're we're punishing you. They're, te they're teaching us okay. for living alone. <laughs> Like us university students, mm. exactly. Helping you, and then there's if, then there's when it's too much. When like they're bombarded with stuff. Like, I understand cooking and cleaning is a part of independence, but then <laughs> wow, <laughs> everybody has to clean when you have your exactly because no one's gonna come and clean <laughs> yeah. for you. But then there's like, there's more. Pre there's like, 
okay, since you can do this, do this, do that, do this. They just keep adding more and more and more and more. And then you're just like, I'm not going to do all of this when I move away. I'm only going to, you know, restrict myself to what I can handle. So that's what parents do. They just kind of bombard instead of just leveling it. They think, Okay. Are you now saying that they are not considered? I'm not saying that. Or they push you too much. I'm not to saying the they're world. not considerate. I'm just saying sometimes they forget that we're also children. You know, we're not adults yet. We are still growing. So we shouldn't just because we know how to just do everything. All right. Thank you so much. Wow, wow. That's good to know because I'm not looking at it from that angle, even as a parent. So it's good to really know. And that is why this what this program is for because I want to feel what you are feeling the way you are feeling it. There is no point just judging teenagers, judging young people. We just need to be in their own shoe. And uh, I'm inviting you to my YouTube channel. When I start recording, I will still invite you again. Thank you so much. And uh, I want to ask you, what's your favorite Bible character? Who is your favorite Bible character? Bible character. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, you have wow, so wow, 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 wow. I'm going to say Ruth. Oh, wow, Ruth. Okay, now. So when the man comes, Ruth, okay? <laughs> Why I don't know. I just, I just loved <laughs> the way she, you know, she was. Like, you know, when her, when her man, how she was towards her mother-in-law. Wow. It just okay. shows that, mm -hmm. it shows that That's she was brought deep. up properly mm. and she stuck to her values. Mm -hmm. mm. thank you so much that's very deep sticking with our, our mother-in-law and all that thank you so much and now um, I want to ask you with the pandemic you know around um, what what do you want to say about what is going on about the about the pandemic you know how 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 what what do you want to what what do you want to say? Is there anything you want to stay say about the pandemic? Difficult, but it's safer and it's better for everyone. I know. So, yeah, I know. Staying at home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's safer and better for everyone. And um, how how do you feel? How do you feel about it? Is it helping you to bond with your parents? and your sibling um in a way yes but even like even without the pandemic pandemic my sisters and i would usually spend most of our movie together you know cooking and then sitting down together even before the pandemic so really a problem for us to just stay home it's just the restrict the restrictment of moving that's kind of like the biggest problem here Okay, so how, how do you feel mentally? How, how are you coping mentally? Like at times you open the telly and some news are flashing, 
you open your phone, some people are saying some things, they are sending you some messages. Uh, how are you been coping mentally? Because uh, I'm very interested in young people's mental health. So how have you been coping mentally? I've, I've really tried to stay clear from the news because reading the news um, is not going to really help the situation because the news is just telling us the numbers are increasing, the numbers are decreasing. They're not really telling us a clear yes is ending or no it's not you know so i just try and stay clear away from that Mm. and just focusing on other things to distract myself from it and when the time comes and we're all allowed out then we're all allowed out everything is good as long as we're just staying healthy and reading exactly social distancing exactly (laughs) when you go out when you do go out, social distance, washing your hands. Wow. Good. Thank you so much. I'm so, so grateful. And I want to personally thank you. I know we have some issues today during the recording for the first time. I don't know why. But no thank problem. you so much for your patience. Thank you for your time. And see the young, to, to, to witness your graduation, your wedding, and everything. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. I'm Thank so you, proud of you that you have come a long way from the little Sophie, the teenage Sophie that I used to see that time. And you are a big girl now. And I'm so proud of you. And uh, the, this is an evidence to me that even... Um, the when when you when a child is in church and they keep on coming and coming, there is a deposit of God inside of that person. Because I remember when you were in church with us too, you were in the choir. Am I right? Yes. And you never miss church, and you never miss the young people's um, program and all that, and all the teenage meeting. So I've learned so much from you, and I'm so happy. I'm so happy and uh, I am so happy and I thank God for you and now you are coping with everything. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being in this program today. And uh, I know there are charities out there, Chakutui charities out there hearing about this. Sophie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the words of wisdom. And uh, on this program, it's our policy and our style to pray when we are finishing. Do you want to just say a word of prayer to some people out there listening to us? And maybe they are going through one or two things and uh, they just want, you know, God to intervene. Can you just say a word of prayer, please? Father Lord, I want to thank you. I give you all the glory, all the honor. Father, I want to thank you for today's message. Thank you for today's meeting with Chat with Toyin. I want to thank you, Lord, for the strength you've given her and thank me you, to Lord. commence this meeting and finish it with your grace. Father, I want to bless all the families out there during this pandemic, all those who are struggling with being locked inside the house. Father, Lord, give them the strength and the mm-hmm. energy to withhold and last longer, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless those in the mm-hmm. hospital. Bless every family out there. Bless the family of those who have been lost and those who are yet to be found, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to give you all the Amen. glory. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So on behalf of my chatties, 
Um, I want to thank you again, Sophie, for this wonderful time with you. Thank you so much for thank everything you. you said. And I know people are there and they are going to be blessed. And don't forget, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell, to tell someone. So until <laughs> we come your way again, uh, this is myself, Chat Toyi, saying thank you so much to, to Sophie for being our guest today. Thank you so much, Sophie, once again. Thank you. And it's been an honor. And remember, everyone, Jesus is Lord. So until I come your way again, this is your girl, your host, Chat Toyi. Thank you. Bye. Bye.